What's up everybody and welcome to another episode of King's Canyon Radio. I am going to be your one and only host. My name is Ryan or Hello Ghostly and we're back again going into the world of Apex Legends. That is the plan anyway. I will warn you, today's episode might be a little bit of a strange one because I am very, very sick. I do have a little bit of energy left in me, not as much as I did have an hour or two ago when I recorded my first episode of the day, which is the Hello Ghostly Games podcast. However, I am somewhat energised, but not at the same time. I just want to crawl in bed and just lie down and be a big old sick mess and feel sorry for myself, but I'm not going to do that. No siree! Today's episode is going to be a bit of a strange one because I don't have a lot to talk about. There's not a gigantic, massive explosion of Apex Legends news to splat all over your face. There's not a lot of it at all. However, there is some. So let's break down the one new story we have today. And that is apparently there will be one more character that will be coming to Apex Legend by the end of this first season as well as Battle Pass. This was very, very interesting indeed. This comes according to the Sony PlayStation Store, which was spotted by Apex Legends Insight which was spotted by Apex Legends Insider via PC Games N. So that's something to be hyped for. Apparently there will be one more hero released over the course of the next 12 weeks and the description for this PlayStation Store post goes as followed. Two new characters will launch over the course of the season, but in the meantime, look out for a new weapon set to launch as the season progresses. It also goes into detail about adding two new items that will be introduced which will apparently add something new and innovative to the strategic mix. So that's exciting if you like that type of thing. I'm not entirely sure what they can add in regards to items. Maybe a new form of grenade or something along the lines of a different version of the drop down shield. Maybe something else that could go in that slot. Rather than a drop down shield maybe you could get something that... You could drop a shield, kind of like taking Gibraltar's ability and adding it in. That's kind of ridiculous. That's not a good idea. Maybe something else, though. Maybe a thing that you can use to slowly heal over time, that you can use it once or something. But they could add, like, extra bonus abilities to every character if they have this specific item. I think that would be a really cool thing. Actually, thinking about that, that sounds really rad. And I like the sound of that. It's a kind of way you could make maybe a lesser played hero still strategically viable in certain situations that they would normally not be viable in like Gibraltar is fantastic as a sniper character if you put a big sniper on him with his shield he's fantastic he's really great that's where I would suggest using him also like dropping down his big shield and then dropping his barrage on top of him that's also very very good if you've got enemies nearby but you could also maybe use him as a run and gunner if you've got something that maybe gives him a slight speed boost or something like that. That sounds really interesting to me, and I'm glad I thought of it, to be honest. So, Respawn Entertainment, if you do take my idea, expect a check in the mail. I want residuals on that bad boy, because that's a fantastic idea. On to the tip of the week. This week's tip of the week is going to be in regards to Bangalore, and it's titled Bangalot. Because that's what I like to call Bangalore. We call her bang a lot in my friend group because she bangs a lot. She may not look like somebody who bangs a lot, but she's a good average six or seven that she can just get into the dirt and get through those fives all night long. Anyway, Bangalore is a very cool all-around character, but did you know she can do some pretty cool things? Her 
movement speed changes when she gets shot and that can be very useful to get in and out of fights but it's also a really cool way to provide distractions for your team maybe someone shoots you, you can run around them you can also use it to strafe back and forth avoiding enemy fire which is really great you can also disappear at the blink of an eye she just runs so fast you can just get away real quick especially if a fight is not going your way it's very useful in that then you've got her ultimate the bombardment which is fantastic as an offensive tool but it can also be used as a defensive tool if you're in a fight and it's not working out you can use that bombardment as a wall to kind of block off the enemy from pushing you meaning you've got time to get away and regroup heal up and then maybe push the fight later on so that one is very very cool there i like that i think it's very cool and the thing that i have the most tips for are her smoke grenades her smoke grenades are great they can be used to conceal her movement where she's going if it's a fight that's kind of a little bit tricky you can drop a smoke grenade to block everybody to see them you can use this smoke grenade in conjunction with a bloodhound so the bloodhound can use its abilities so they can see through the smoke and be able to kill the unexpected enemies you do have to be careful because this smoke can block your teammates views so that can be really annoying there however it's very useful it can also be used to locate enemies if you fire it in a building say you know there's like a group of enemies in a building if you fire it into the building it actually does damage and that damage will show you so if you get multiple shield markers pop up you'll be able to see oh look there's two people in here because two shields are popped up or there's three people because there's three people that have taken damage it's very good also if you're in an intense gunfight you run out of ammo and you need to get the finishing blow and that person's low you could use the smoke grenade you can shoot it at them and it can kill them it's great i've seen people do it it's fantastic I love it. I love Bangalore. She's so good. She's so useful in so many situations and she works in so many different comps. You can run a speed comp which would include things like Wraith and Pathfinder, Bangalore and then Octane, those types of heroes and you can use them to just run around the map and cause a bunch of havoc and mayhem. You could do something more down the lines of a defensive role. You, you could run her with a Gibraltar and a Bloodhound and do like what I just said but use the Barrage in a different effect. There's loads of cool stuff you can do with this character and I love her very much indeed and I'm so glad that she's in the game because she makes it fun. She's one of my like go-to heroes if some of my favourite ones are taken. I tend to kind of rotate to Wraith and Caustic, those are my two favourites, but then I will kind of now and then jump in and play some other stuff and if i do it's going to be bangalore it's going to be octane it's going to be those more speedy fast characters to cause havoc and mayhem because that's what i like doing on to law galore this week's law galore is a chunky monkey flunky donkey and that makes no sense whatsoever but i'm gonna continue whatsoever if you didn't tell already this is a bangalore episode so what do you think this law segment is called it's called soldier of fortune Bangalore was born in a military family where her parents as well as her four older brothers all served in the IMC armed forces. Bangalore has been an exceptional soldier since she was very young. She was top of her class at the IMC military academy and she's the only cadet who could take apart a peacekeeper, equipped it with a precision choke hop up and put it back together in under 20 seconds. You think that's impressive? She does this blindfolded in under 20 seconds that's crazy 
Three years ago, prior to the modern-day events in the Apex game, Bangalore and her brother Jackson were ordered to retrieve a mercenary fleet from the Outlands to aid in the IMC's fight against the militia. However, their unit lost contact with IMC HQ and were ambushed on arrival. The squad scattered, but Jackson stayed behind to give his sister time to escape. Alone and with no way home, Anita, otherwise known as Bangalore, put her training, extensive weapon knowledge and competitive spirit to work by joining the Apex Games. Now she fights to raise money for passage back to the IMC home base where she hopes to reunite with what remains of her family. I find a lot of these backstories for these characters are really grim and dark. There's a lot of like dark side to each and every one i like it i think it's interesting it gives them all more a reason for why they actually compete in these games apart from octane he's not really much of a dark backstory he blew off his own legs but he seems to be in good spirit about doing it so can't really comment about that one but everybody else seems to be having their own personal reasons for why they enter the games and why they do it. And I like it. I like the whole backstory type of thing. Let's get into our last segment of the day, Tears of Joy. Tears of Joy is my personal tier list for everything Apex Legends. Each and every week I'll pick apart a specific area of the game and list my favourites to my least favourites. This week's Tears of Joy is going to see me focusing on the Battle Pass. I'm going to be breaking down my likes and dislikes of it. There's a lot of dislikes, I will tell you that, and there's a lot of stuff that could be improved. And I'm also going to ask some questions. So before we get into the tier list, where are the execution finishers? For some reason, there is zero execution finishers in this Battle Pass. The other question I want to ask directly to Respawn as well as EA... Where are the skins? There is three skins in the entire battle pass that you get for buying the battle pass. And that's it. There is more skins in the store that you can buy with legend tokens than what there is in the actual battle pass. And they're just recolors. God, I'll take recolors over nothing. There is literally nothing. But the annoying thing as well about the store is you can't even buy any of these skins unless you have the original skin that it's a recolor of. So you need to either buy the coins to buy that skin because you really like the recolor or you don't, and then 9 times out of 10, you don't. I'm past level 50, and at level 50, you get a crate every 5 levels, so the chances of you having any of these skins is very, very slim. Like, I'm level 83, I think, is my level right now, or I will be by the end of today, and I don't have practically no legendary skins i have two i think i have one for gibraltar and i have one for lifeline and that's it and those are both characters that i don't tend to play so yes enough of my complaining about the game store and everything like that let's break down my tier list let's start things off with the s tier list which is a total of one thing and that is the havoc weapon skin i like the weapon skin it's a shame it's for the havoc it's a nice weapon skin but I would like to see more of this. Why not include four weapon skins or even two weapon skins and then two other skins and have them every 25 levels? That would make more sense to me personally and have these big monumental things that you get every 25 levels. But what are you going to do? On to the A tier. The A tier is my mix-up of things that I think are useful and that should be in here but they are something that could possibly be lacking so the apex coins i think is good i think there's a right amount in here it gives you enough to rebuy the next battle pass if you choose to 
The materials, which is only available in the Belgium version of the Battle Pass because they don't have loot boxes, I think that's very good. I kind of wish they were in the main Battle Pass in addition to the added stuff. Maybe check them in the levels that only have like the level icon, which we'll talk about again in a little bit. The Apex crates, I wish there was more of them. It's just a shame there's not really a lot of them in here. There's maybe about five or six of them at most, if there's even that. And even so, only one or two of them are actually guaranteed a purple or yellow. So that's pretty boring there. And then character skins. There's only three character skins. I kind of wish there was more. These are the things that I would love to see more of, but we don't really get to see a lot of. On to the B tier. The B tier are things that are nice to have, but aren't necessarily must have. And that are voice line stat trackers, as well as banners. Those are all things that I would be not excited to have, but I would be grateful to have. They're not necessarily things that I'm like, yes, I really wanted this, but are cool nonetheless. And then lastly, C tier is level icons and battle pass XP boosters. I have some strong feelings on these. Why on earth is there level icons? Why do these even matter? And why do they have to take up an entire level's reward? Why is there nothing else with them? They are essentially just add-on stuff. No one cares about a level badge. They're not going to be using it whatsoever. So why have it there? It just sucks. It's a waste of time and doesn't make a lot of sense to me. The next one that is also additionally a waste of a reward and it's just thrown in there clearly to make the battle pass seem like it's got more than what it is and that is the battle pass xp booster the fact that this is there makes no sense why don't you just give me that boost of xp from the beginning why do i have to get to a certain level to get that xp boost it's only a 2.5 addition per xp boost so it's kind of frustrating, but when you break all it down, when you break the battle pass down for everything that it is, it's essentially banners, weapon skins, I'm not going to include the character skins because you get them from level 1, star trackers, voice lines, apex crates, apex coins, and that's it. That's pretty much all it is, and like the level badges. There's no final executions, which is something people would want, there's no decent really cool skins in here there is practically faff all in this entire battle pass so it seems like a massive waste hopefully they fix this with the second battle pass if the next battle pass is pants like this one then i think they're going to have a big problem on their hand because i won't be buying another battle pass if it's anything like the first one that is going to be it for today's episode. I hope you have enjoyed it. We'll be back again next week with another episode of King's Canyon Radio. I am sick as hell. I am going to go take five minutes, chill out, relax a little bit, be all cool in the hood. If you have enjoyed this episode or enjoyed any of the other episodes, make sure to head on over to iTunes, leave a review and let me know what you think of the show. I plan to do a few more episodes of the show. I don't have an exact number, but I want to do one for each hero and focus it on that individual hero. I didn't start the show off like that, but I am going to do that now for the future. So you're going to expect lots of different ones to come yet. We're around about the halfway mark, so we've still got about six or seven episodes left to do of this podcast as we speak. Hopefully you enjoy it. I enjoy doing it. Hopefully you enjoy listening to it. If you do, like I said, please head on over to iTunes and leave a review because it helps the show out immensely. But as always, I will catch you guys and gals in the next episode. Get ready to jump. Ghostly out. <laughs>